0: Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub.
1: Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicorcom essential. That's EPICOR.com slash essential.
2: Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode features Radiance Harris. She's an award-winning trademark attorney, speaker, writer, and entrepreneur. Might I add, she helped me trademark Boost. As the founder and managing attorney of Radiance IP Law, she helps businesses protect their brands with trademarks so that they can distinguish themselves from competitors, prevent theft, and build profitable brands. The part of Boost she'll address is build your brand. So let's listen in. Hey, Radiance, welcome to the Boost podcast. So happy to be here. Thank you, Kelly. Awesome, awesome. I have been looking forward to this conversation because truth be told you are the brains and beauty behind the whole trademarking of Boost. And so I am just overjoyed to introduce the Boost podcast community to the trademark extraordinaire, (laughs) Miss Radiant Harris. And so I would love it if you could just share with folks a little bit about your background and just help us to understand really, I guess, the importance. Because I think... As small business owners and entrepreneurs, oftentimes we're thinking, oh, you know, I'm a just a small business or I'm just a startup. And so we tend to minimize or marginalize just how important protecting ourselves can be. And so just shed some light. So tell us about you and then shed some light on the importance of why we should be considering trademarking.
0: Sure. So, I am Radiant, and as I said, I'm excited to be here on the Booth podcast. I am originally from Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, I am married. I have three kids and I am a trademark attorney. And so I have been doing this for over a decade now. And at the start of my career, I started at a big law firm. So my clients were the big brands that you see out there. Um, all the time, and probably that you frequent from and shop from, I was responsible for protecting and enforcing their trademarks, and so I often, as a part of that job, had to send nasty grams and initiate lawsuits and those sort of things, and while there, I basically realized that um, sadly, small business owners were on the other end. It usually wasn't a big brand infringing on another big brand. It was usually a small business, startup business that was infringing on a big brand's trademark rights. And so, uh, when I started my own law practice roughly four years ago, I knew that it was, um, important to educate, um, the smaller emerging businesses about the importance of not only protecting your trademark rights but making sure that you are respectful of others Um, and so doing the necessary due diligence to make sure that you're not stepping on any toes and could put yourself in some legal risk or liabilities and so that's basically my my whole mission um, is to help businesses protect, monetize, and grow profitable brands with trademarks.
2: Wow, protect monetize and grow all music to our ears. And so he, but it's <laughs> funny so one of the things that you said very early on and I don't want to gloss over it because it just for whatever reason when you mentioned this word something just like I guess the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and you said something about protecting and enforcing was one of the things mm-hmm. that you did. And so I know because um some of the work so much of the work that we've done traditionally has been in this whole space of social media and helping folks to really leverage and monetize and boost their business success using LinkedIn. And one of the things that always strikes me as curious is how people are just randomly using photos and other information and, It's just, you know, we're just, it's like the wild, wild west on the internet. Like if it's out there, people feel like they can use it. And so I would love for you to share just a couple of of tips. And it's kind of off topic, but because I felt the, you know, I felt the need to ask the question, like, what are some of the things that people should be thinking about when they're just out there on social media and they're using graphics or imagery or just repurposing content and other things what are some of the things that they should be thinking about on on the enforcement side
0: sure so as you mentioned you know we're in 2019 it's very much a digital and social world like nowadays if you have a business people are looking for you on Google, they're looking for your website, they're looking for your social media. So even if you are, you know, arguably a small potatoes business, or at least you consider yourself that because maybe you just have a local type of business, you still have a digital reach. So a lot of people can still see what you're doing, um, see the name that you're using, see the content that you're sharing. Um, And so as a business owner, um What gives your business its actual value is the intellectual property like that is the what that 's what gives you value so the presentations that you do or um the information that you share, the content that you share, the brand that you are building is really is what is giving your business value, so that if ever down the road you decided that you wanted to license content or sell it you would have to make sure that you actually legally own it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, one thing to keep in mind is like, you know, at least from the trademark side, like, you know, are you building a brand on um, a name that you don't actually legally own? Mm. And so it's analogous to, um, Let's say, okay, you started building a home and you don't own the land on which the home is being built. Mm. So it's very similar to that. And so once you understand, um, that your brand is your, is your business, it's what really gives your business its value. You want to protect it and you protect it with a trademark and you protect it with a trademark on the federal level with the USPTO. And, and then once you do that, you then are obligated to actually make sure that it's enforced so that making sure that other people aren't infringing on your rights and taking away from your rights, um, because that is actually possible. Um, and then from the copyright side, so copyright, which is protecting of content, as I mentioned, so books, presentations, um, Drawings, artwork, anything that is uh, the expression of ideas in tangible form would be subject to copyright protection. And as you mentioned, people are just kind of copying photos and quotes and things of that nature. And it's important to know that there are, it is subject to copyright protection, even though there might not be some kind of signification or designation does not mean that it's not subject to copyright. So it's important to be mindful of that and to always ask for permission before using content.
2: Absolutely. It's so funny. I was on, I can't remember, one of the platforms not too long ago, and I noticed someone had shared a graphic. And all underlying the graphic, you know how you can see the watermarks? Like, Clearly, right. yep. clearly, that is not your photo. So, why are you using it right now? And I just, I just felt like, I just felt so sad, like for the person, because I was like, you couldn't see the subtle. Like water mic marks in the background of that photo, right? And so, so yeah, and 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 I guess in if it was a relationship that I was close, to, I probably would have just pinged them and been like, hey, just a heads up. <laughs> but you know, even in doing that, it's so funny because people are so yeah. sensitive, and and so they're right. getting their feelings real quick, like oh, well, whatever. And so, um, so yeah, so I digress, but. That always just makes me um, sad when I see that because, you know, so much, so many of us, especially when we think about small businesses and entrepreneurs, we put our blood, sweat, and tears behind stuff. And we would be, we would Uh take like such offense if someone stole our idea and all this stuff. And meanwhile, you know, a lot of people are doing it every day, unfortunately. And they're well-meaning, well-intentioned, but yeah, we have to honor the work, the blood, sweat and tears that p- people put into. Exactly.
0: Yeah, the resources that they you and even your own. I mean, look at the time, the money that you've put into building your brand, and the content that you're building. Like, I'm sure, you know, you'd be pissed if you found out somebody was using your watermark <laughs> yes. and trying to claim it, you know, claim it as their own. And so that's what's so important about, you know, investing your intellectual property and making sure that you actually own it and that you can prevent others from stealing it. Right. um, Because there are people who who do that and get away with it if you you don't have the proper precautions in place.
2: Right. Absolutely. So Radiance, help us to understand. So um, walk us through the thought process. So say I have, and I don't know, a book or a publication or something that I want Mm -hmm. to trademark. What are some of the things that I should consider as I'm trying to identify? A resource because let's let's put it what's has that saying go like a, an attorney who has himself for a client has a fool how does that saying go do you know that I saying have no idea. you know what I'm talking about right though so so because so often like I hear about people and they're like oh attorneys are so expensive so I'm just gonna do it myself yeah. and I'm like yeah good right. luck with that you get what you pay for right and exactly. so <laughs> Walk us through some of the things that people should consider, because I know you're sure. amazing at what you do, but, and you do provide Thank some you. folks with a DIY type of mm-hmm. solution. I'm not a big fan of DIY, which is why I I paid you to just do it for me. But, like, give us some of the things that a person should consider as they're going through this process. Like, if they're trying to decide yes or no, does it make sense? Does trademarking or copyright make sense for me? What's that? What Uh, are maybe those top two to three questions that a person should ask themselves?
0: Sure. So, um, I guess from the trademark side, I would, the first question is, do I love this name? So, whether it's your mm-hmm. business name, whether it's your, um, the name of your course, your, your signature service, you know, the name that you're using, are you in love with it? Like, you've got to be like, I love this name. It represents everything about me. It makes me excited. Like, it, it makes my fans excited. And so, if you have this enthusiasm about your name, and yes, you should absolutely want to protect that. Now, if you just kind of came up with some like humdum, boring name, <laughs> you might not want to necessarily because you're not excited about right. it. You're just gonna be like, uh, you know, I don't really care. But right. if you were like, woo, like I love this name, let me make sure nobody takes this because I'll be really upset. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Mm-hmm. The two, the second consideration is. um Am I planning to use this for the long term? So Mm -hmm. a lot of times, you know, people come up with logos, but they're not sure if they're actually going to use it for a long time. You might not want to invest in protecting a logo, especially because people change their logos all the time. Mm -hmm. But for something like your business name or a signature service that you know that is like the the bread and butter of your business, if you will. Yeah, you would want to invest in protecting that because that's something that you're using long long term as opposed to like for a short marketing season or what, what have you. So that's also a consideration that you would make in terms of whether or not you'd want to trade market.
2: Okay. And then
0: thirdly, how would you feel if you found that a competitor literally took your name and started making money from it. Like Mm -hmm. what type of emotion would that conjure for you? Mm -hmm. Um, and that is the third kind of question I would ask myself. And if you, if the answer is basically yes to all three, Mm -hmm. then definitely would be worthwhile making the investment to protect
2: your brand. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for breaking it down and just sure. making it really super simple. So, you know, I know you've got a current project that you're working on, the IP Strategy Session. Tell us more about that project. Sure.
0: So it's a basically an offering, an introductory offering that I have. So a lot of times, as I mentioned, a lot of small and emerging business owners don't, understand what intellectual property is. They don't know basically all of the money that they're leaving on the, t- on the table for their business, like the things that they really could be monetizing and leveraging and protecting. And so the IP strategy session is essentially a 45-minute session where we do a deep dive into... What it is that you've got going on with your business, so we look we do an audit of your trademarks, we do an audit of your copyrights, do you have anything you know subject to patents, which would be like inventions, um, and then also trade secrets now I'm not a patent attorney, but I can at least identify when something you know i'm not, have a know enough to be dangerous where I can identify, okay, yeah, maybe you should speak to a patent attorney, but at least you we will do a deep audit of everything that you've got and prioritize what are the things that you really should be pret- Protecting, and then we walk away from the session with a legal action plan, mm-hmm. and so you have what you will know what you need to do, which you should prioritize, wh- which you should protect, and which uh, maybe not make the investment in right now re- revisit. And so it's a way to not only educate small businesses but to provide them with the information and resources that they need to then move forward and really um, really build their intellectual property portfolio.
2: Wow. Intellectual property portfolio. (laughs) (laughs) That is a mouthful. And I mean, it just makes you, it's like you've moved from hamburgers to steak and caviar when you, You when you're rolling like that in your business. So no, that is exciting. And, you know, I just, again, I just want to thank you radiance for just breaking down the The love language of law, as it pertains <laughs> to <laughs> trademark and copyrights, because I mean, let's right. be honest. One of the things that I think scares a lot of people is that not only is it the legalese um, that's associated with just this whole notion of trademarks and, and copyrights, but right. it's also you know it's a finan- it's a finance it's an investment it's a decision mm-hmm. that we need to make, and of course, yep. you attorneys are aren't typically known as the most uh, affordable folks. In the, right. You know that it's, and so right. a lot of times people need to make a decision as to whether or not okay is this where I want to invest? But I, it's one of the best investments that I have made in terms of just creating um, and building a brand around Boost and the work that we do yeah. specifically in that LinkedIn training space. And it's one of those things where um, because of the work that you've helped me to do and, and sort of that foundation that I've established, it really, you know, one of the things that I think a, a lot of people will marginalize is the credibility that it lends yeah. because when people see, Oh wow, this is a trademarked methodology or trademarked solution. Exactly. It automatically yeah. elevates and, You know, when you talk about when you mentioned previously about being able to monetize, you're able to monetize in a whole totally different way when, you know, a business that you're supporting or that you're approaching around your um, product or service or what have you, when they see that it's trademark, they see that you've taken it seriously. And so they're willing to pay a premium for that solution. So I just want to thank you for everything you do. And I just want to thank you for spending time with us here on the Boost Podcast. Share with the listeners the best way for them to reconnect with you, especially if they have a desire to um, circle back around the IP strategy session. So what are the best ways to to connect with you?
0: Sure. So, of course, you can check out my website, which is radianceiplaw.com. And you can follow me on social media. So you can find me at RadianceHarrisESQ on both Instagram and Facebook.
2: Awesome. Well, this has been an extraordinary conversation. Thank you for your time and just sharing your talent, Radiance. I am so grateful to you.
0: Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you again for having me. It was a blast.
2: I hope you enjoyed my interview with Radiance. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share the podcast with your friends.
0: If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub.
1: Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing and retail industries by visiting epicor.com/essential. That's e p i c o r.com/essential.